1: Thank you.
2: I got a letter this morning This is the way My letter is I got a letter this Come on home, Mama John. Be Give me your baby day.
3: Welcome once again to another installment, another episode, another edition of Working with the Spirit with Papa Lou. I'm your host, Papa Lou, broadcasting live from the deep south here in Georgia. And I know y'all get tired of hearing me say that every week, but it's the truth. I'm going to always come to you with the conjuration straight from the south. And as always, joining me, my co-host and partner in crime, Dr. Lazarus Corbeau. Lazarus, you on? I'm here. All right. You know Mercury's in retrograde, so we're having a few technical difficulties here and there, but we're gonna power through it, I suppose we' gonna, gonna make try. this <laughs> we're gonna make this thing happen, you know that's how we do over here on working with the spirit you know everything is everything is gonna be all right, and that's what we're gonna talk about, you know, as everybody knows been following us. The topic of this show is uncrossing, so we're gonna get into. How exactly you know you crossed up, which should be fairly easy. You know, we're going to talk about ways to diagnose being crossed, you know, some ways to uncross yourself, and some ways to keep yourself from getting crossed back up because that's, that's pretty easy. All right, so we're going to go into that. But, um, you know, we got a couple of things to go over ahead of time. I hope everybody is recuperated from Cussing Monday just past. Um, The first, the inaugural Cussing Monday Lazarus, are you back in the saddle after that one?
4: Well, yeah, I'm doing all right You know, your mercury's kind of cut me off the internet So you're going to be manning the phones alone tonight So I I guess I'm all right I'm a little scratchy I damn near choked to death on a cracker Trying to answer a king call last night So (laughs) (laughs) that was fun
3: You know... (laughs) <laughs> now this now this this mercury retrograde, I don't think a lot of people understand the struggle is real, all right. It's not just electronics people gotta understand the human body has an electrical current running through it, and apparently the one that controls you know your your cracker eating skills kind of sort out there, <laughs> oh
4: yeah, man, you know, I think, oh God, I'm sitting here choking trying to get this go. <laughs> You know, your future looks a little salty, you know,
3: And <laughs> You know what? Maybe one day, Lazarus, maybe one day, you know, as we get more listeners, we get more sponsors, we get more supporters, maybe one day if you almost choke on a cracker, it will be a Ritz and not a saltine.
4: Mate, well, you know, I kind of like saltines. I, I like poor folks' food. I don't even eat but, the brand-name ones. I eat like the off brand.
3: Well, you know, it, it's it's okay. Well, we'll we're going to work on it. We're going to work on it. All right, got a, got a couple of things. We got a couple of comments from listeners. Um, it seems that everyone was um, pretty happy with Cussing Monday. And um, we did get one uh, viewer complaint. Not viewer, but one listener complaint, Lazarus. Can you guess what that complaint was?
4: Oh, I already heard it because I heard it a few times
3: myself. And I think I know who it was. <laughs> All right, well, folks The one complaint we got from Cussing Monday Was that there was not enough cussing There was not enough cussing on Cussing Monday I don't know what y'all expected I do remember, you know, our inaugural broadcast We said that we might be the Howard Stearns Of conjuration, of root working But I guess people tried to hold us to that, man You know, so I'll take a little whiskey for
4: Cussing Monday
3: That'll help You bring whiskey, I bring beer and you know, we'll, we'll probably get a little bit more cussing on Cussing Monday. <laughs> I'd like to thank our caller, called in, um, gave us a little insight there, Miss Damaris. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, and we, I've got actually one letter for, and you know, a comment for you, Lazarus. Um, oh, got welcome. a got a lady who wrote in to my email line, even though I give out yours, and said, Papa Lou, could you please ask Dr. Corbeau? to say hogwaller.
4: Hogwaller.
2: I
3: like hearing him say hogwaller.
4: Hog
2: so waller. so give give
3: give her another hogwaller, one more time.
4: Hogwaller <laughs>
2: There, there
3: go. we go. You know you know I and I think when I broadcast I've got a nice rumble to my basal profundo. But apparently they, they, they like that southern uh that southern twang you got there lad. so keep it up. Keep up the hogwallers man and boost our ratings.
4: Boost the ratings. I will try to have a a core boism for every show from now
3: on. Yeah, and I'll I'll try to close with a a Papa Lou word of um, yeah Jerry word Springer
4: a wh- closing thoughts.
3: Yeah, my yeah my final thought. We're gonna yeah, give that, that a we're <laughs> gonna give that a whirl. <laughs> but anyway, work. you know, before we get started, listeners, I want to let everybody know that's on the line right now because I see we got a few callers. If at any time you want to become part of working with the spirit, the working with the spirit, feel free to hit one. All right, you hit the number one on your phone. It will let us know that you have a question you want to ask. We'll take your call, and uh, hopefully we can get you know this stuff straightened out for you because we're gonna be talking about uncrossing. Now, Vlad, so you ready to get into it? I'm ready. All I right, got a new you got to-
4: for the night, so I'm ready to go.
3: I was just about to ask if you got your pipe loaded. All right. I got Here a new we go. one. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know you're ready to go then. All right. And it's just going to be the boys tonight. The um, lovely um, Amora is taking a break. I guess we were we were too much, you know, a couple of times, so she needs a break from her, from us. Amora, I hope you're feeling better, and we will see you Cussing Monday. Now, what does it mean to be crossed up? I'm going to give it a go. then of course, Lazarus, I know you're going to be able to chime in on this one. When I think of someone that's crossed up, and y'all know I like to picture, you know, I like to speak in metaphors and, you know, I like to try to make it real visual for you. I picture your life as a road. And the road will branch off in different directions. And you might have a road leading to wealth and have a road leading off to love and a Another road leading off to happiness, you know, these little side streets, you know. And when you crossed up, you got a big old X. So you try to go down the road leading to the money, there's a great big old red X that don't let you get there. You try to go down the road to to uh, happiness and success, big old X is right there. You just can't get there. You know, that's my definition of being crossed up. You know, when when you get that feeling of spinning your wheels and you're spinning and spinning and spinning like you're stuck in the mud, you just can't get nowhere. And it seems like the, the, the harder you work, the deeper bogged down you get. You know, it's just a just feeling of bad luck. You know, just a string of them. Now, Lazarus, what about you? I mean, how would you define well, being here, crossed up?
4: And here's your core boism. Crossed Uh-oh. up. Your ass is on your shoulders. Your head's in your ass and your eyes are on your feet Ain't nothing in the right place Mark that one down You need to remember it
3: You know what, that, that, one, that, that was deep That was deep That I mean, was that real one deep was,
4: if you think about it
3: That was so deep I think it, it squeaked <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let that one sink in I'm going let that one sink in I should have saved that one for Cussing Monday but, yeah, folks, in all seriousness, when you are crossed up, I mean, you know, it feels like nothing in your life is going right. You feel frustrated. You're always tired. You're stressed. You're depressed. You know, nothing Nothing seems to go right. You know, I mean, that, that those are like some of the classic signs of being crossed up. And, of course, you can get a reading, you know, from hopefully from myself or Dr. Corbeau here. But um, you know, you, you you could you should be able to tell when you're crossed up. Because there's a difference between I mean, I don't know Lazarus, to me there's a difference between regular, you know, life sub sadness and being crossed.
4: Yeah, and there's various levels of being crossed up. There mm-hmm. there's you know, you got your intentional crossing like somebody put crossing you up, and you just got the crossing where you crossed yourself up. Which can happen very easily. More often than not Crossed yourself up
3: You know And I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that Because I was going to get into that I would say Probably a good 80% Of people have crossed themselves up At least the ones I've run into You know coming to me for For Conjure The vast majority of people have crossed themselves up And I know we've yeah. got listeners out there Saying well how, how do I cross myself up Easy
4: Easy. Go back and review the spiritual cleansing
3: episode. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
4: That covered a lot of it.
3: You know, you can you can cross yourself up just from your environment, the places you go. Um, the negative, negative hanging out with negative people. Sometimes you can be crossed up just by having enough people not liking Because see every you can thought
4: cross yourself is with sour. your music. Think about your music. Music's been nothing but a spiritual technology from the get-go. Every culture had it as a spiritual technology. But look how many sad, depressing songs there are. I mean, look at yeah. that one, uh, "Gloomy Sunday." I mean, that was banned on the radio because they said too many people committed suicide and that song was playing. <laughs> you
3: know, it's like the curse exactly. song story. Think about these sad songs, man. And by the time it's off the radio, you're crying. The other people, the people next to you, are crying. I mean, that, that and right some there. Folks
4: like them, them. And they're singing them. You're speaking that into your life. I don't listen right. to sad songs anymore.
3: I try not to. I try not to.
4: Some of them are good, yeah. but still.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that that's a way you can cross yourself. I mean, you know, we, we, we have heard, you know, people in the magical community have heard the old axiom, as above, so below. As below... So above, okay, we know only the Creator can create. That's why He is the Creator. All we do is move stuff around. But mm-hmm. inside our own minds, we have a small, a small spark of that ability. So I tell people, anything you, that comes after "I am" is your creation. Now you can't manifest yeah. things outward, but you can manifest things <laughs> internally to yourself. So whenever someone asks you how you doing and you say, I'm tired, or I am sick, or I am stressed, or I am broke. The favorite Ooh. one, I am broke, that's what you're manifesting for yourself and you're crossing yourself all up. The next thing you know, that's your reality. For all intents and per you are broke. And you're gonna stay broke. That's why I like, you know, there is there's, there's a, a, a very popular elder, a geechee elder who whenever you ask him how he is, he will always say, I am supernatural.
4: That's nice. you not, know I like he, that.
3: He is powerful man, powerful man.
4: I like that nothing to be talking
3: about. Somebody you don't want to mess with. You know, and there, and there are other things. You know, I, you hear a lot of people say, I am blessed and highly favored. You know, there are some, there a myriad of things you can say as opposed to this sad, depressing stuff that's crossing you all up because people come to us, they come to me, they come to Lazarus, and nine times out of ten, or eight out of ten, because I did say 80%, eight times out of ten, they did it to themselves.
4: Well, it's a sliding scale.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not saying people will cross themselves up to the point where they they doggone, uh, I'm about to leave here, but it gets close sometimes. Well, it
4: has happened.
3: (laughs) (laughs) On occasion. You
4: know, the the other side of your I am, you got I wish and I want. Well, if all you're doing is wishing and wanting, that's all you're ever going to have is a want and a wish. I have. I will. I have. Preferably, I have. Everything is I have. If you just want and wish, all you're going to do is want and wish for it. I have it. Be a little more affirmative.
3: And, folks, this right here is the things we're saying are kind of what Dr. Corbeau and I set out to do when we decided to put this show together here on Blog Talk. Because, see, anybody can give out recipes and tell you some herbs and oils to get. And we're going to do a little bit of that later on. But how many times have you heard people actually telling you the psychology of conjure? The it's internal and mental alchemy. It's a technology. It's a mental alchemy yeah. of of mentality.
4: Yeah. This ain't what you can just read in the books or read online. This is the technology. Well everybody knows what a screwdriver is and a nut and a bolt, but what about what you do with it and how? That's the technology. Well that's the same thing with you know, bend over oil and all this stuff. Those are the parts, but where's the technology behind
3: it? Where's the technology? You ain't got the
4: technology, it's useless. You just got a junkyard. It's great. Well, most
3: likely we're going to catch a little flack for this, but you know what? It's okay. We'll be all right. Tune in for Cussing Mondays and we let you know who gave us some flack over it, all right? Now, we, we, we've given you the internal part of this, all right? Now, what are some other ways that you can get crossed up? Now, You can cross yourself with your words, and I touched on it briefly a couple of minutes ago. Other people. See, other people can cross you without having to do conjure work. You know, they Mm -hmm. they can cross you without having to go and pay a worker. They can cross you just from jealousy and envy. That can cross you up. Mm -hmm. You know, here you are. You're you're being the best person right there. You can be the best person that, that, that you can think of. And you can be successful, but jealousy breeds envy, and envy breeds dislike. Dislike, dislike grows into hate, and hatred can cross you. you got enough like people not like it. There it is. It plants the seed, and it grows. It germinates. And next thing you know, you've got, um, you've got vines in the road, and you can't get past them. So you got enough people shooting daggers of thought at you that will cross you up. And next thing you know, you're wondering, why? A few months after people started hating you at work, now now you can't get anything done. Your car's is break, broken down. You know all kinds of stuffs going on. So that's, that's one way you can get crossed. Infection
4: spreads and festers in every aspect of your life. Be careful who you're sleeping with. The quickest way mm-hmm. to be crossed is to uncross your legs. The quickest way, because you're you're intimately involved. They're going in you or you're going in them. Either way, you're linked up like a plug in a light socket. There's going to be an exchange. Scripture said, and the two became one flesh. Well, if you think about that, I guarantee there's been quite a few folks in your life that you've bumped a little with. You don't really want to be one flesh with. Don't be doing
3: it. That's right, and and even even if it's not intimate, the people you hang around. I got this buddy. We call him Bad News Ricky. Last, if I told you a story about Bad News Ricky.
4: No, I, but I want to hear it.
3: All right, Bad News Ricky. Whenever he comes around, I mean, you know, the name is pretty much self-explanatory. You know, we could be at a party, everybody's having a good time. Ricky comes up, and. The news could have been nothing but sunshine and rainbows with one little speck of bad news. And you can guess what bad news Ricky's going to talk about. <laughs> That's what he's going to find. And by the time this brother gets finished, I mean, everybody is like down, shoulders are slumping, heads are down. It's like he's going to suck the life out of it. And bad news struts off, happy as can be, while everybody else is like looking for looking for a bullet to eat. Well, so misery loves company. Around? It does. And, and that's why a
4: transference. You, you know, that's, uh, that goes back to the people you hang around. Don't let yourself be the punching bag for somebody else's trouble. I'm not saying not to show compassion for others. But, damn, don't sit there and let them unload on you. You ain't the pack you. <laughs> My Lord. Nope. And we all got them people. That's why we yeah, all need one of me there to tell them to shut up and go what?
3: And they can call you personally, Laz, and tell you to shut up and cuss at you for how much? For
4: 99 cents a minute. Well,
3: no, you, yeah, just get on there. It's one ninety nine now. I figured after I told
4: everybody they could cuss at me, I better get my money's worth. You know, after I realized I choked on a cracker for nine dollars. <laughs> I better better raise my mortality price a little
3: more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, because I mean, if if you think about it, it really only takes you a minute to choke. So you know, hey, you, there I'm you go, dying for ninety nine cents, and then is gonna take part in. pieces
4: crackers it. out my nose.
3: <laughs> oh, that's, that, that, be that's a, a story way to go. To
4: tell at the convention.
3: All right, so I guarantee you, some of the things we've named resonates to, with somebody out there. Somebody out there is saying, "I am stressed." Somebody out there has some folks jealous of them. Somebody out there, you know, just just in a in a in a rough situation and feeling down, and feeling crossed. All right. Now, what are some ways you can take care of that? Now, there there's there's some real simple simple methods. And we gave you one of them already. Just start changing your verbiage. Change what's going on inside of you. All right? Start saying, I am happy. If you say it enough, it'll happen for you. It'll manifest. Sometimes this happens enough. Yeah,
4: the scripture tells us it's not what goes into a man, but what comes out of him that makes him impure. Well, that's part of
3: it. Right. You're all right. I mean, it, it says right there in Proverbs, For as a man speaketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, 7, y'all, if y'all want to look it up. If you don't trust me, look it up. It's right there. You know, and that, and that's pretty much, you know, the essence of it. You know, if you think it or you speak it, it's going to manifest for you. So change it around. Change your environment. If you've got a bad news, Ricky, or you've got people at work shooting daggers at you or people that are jealous of you, and it's starting to manifest in your life, in your environment, then change that. Don't go around them.
2: Change I mean, how to you kill deal them
3: with it. Change yeah.
4: how you deal with it. Bad news, Ricky shows up. Don't don't think, damn, I'm... I can't believe this shit. Why do I got to deal with him <laughs> Think, Well, that's one way not to be. I learned something today. You can learn something from every bad situation. Everything you thought you wasted your time at, it's only a waste of time if you took it in a bad way. Twist it around. Turn it positive. You can turn just about anything into something. I learning an opportunity of some sort which
3: makes it positive. Yeah. You know, give it, folks, give it a whirl. Now, now we can get into a little bit of what everybody's tuned in for because people, you know, I think y'all appreciate the, the 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 mental advice, the as I call it the inner alchemy of it. But I know y'all want to talk about the conjuration, the root working, the hoodoo that you can do to uncross yourself. Well some of the e the easiest ways you can do it are with the uncrossing bath. Now I know a few of you just plop down. You you dialed on your phone, or you're sitting in front of the keyboard right now. You know, get you a pen and a paper, and start writing. You know, some of this stuff down because I guarantee you, the reason you tuned into the show, besides to hear Lazarus say hogwaller,
4: hogwaller,
3: there we go, was <laughs> <laughs> to le- was to learn how to help yourselves because that's why we put this out here. That's why we put this out. You know. Hoping that we can help somebody enrich somebody's lives. All right, so get your pen and your paper. And while you're doing that, I want to touch on something real briefly. You know, Lazarus and I talked about it. You know, we get a lot of emails. We've been getting a lot of emails here lately. You know, thank you guys for it. Um, I've been getting phone calls. Thanks for that. And a lot of times people ask us about things going on in the conjure community. This one doesn't like that one. This worker doesn't do this. And our official stance is that we just don't deal with that. You know, right, man? We we just we're just out well, of it. I
4: don't, ain't none of my business and too, you never know who's telling there's always two sides to a story and they usually meet somewhere in the middle. Right. No sense getting so, involved. That ain't my problem and it ain't in my life
3: and I'm keeping
4: that out of my bubble.
3: Um unless he's been it. I ain't
4: even going to be in it no more. That's negative. I refuse to engage. Do that with your bad news, Ricky. Just refuse to engage.
3: Oh, bad news will chase you.
4: He can chase me. I can lock my door and turn my phone off.
3: He's usually got some gin. (laughs) You know, bad news, uh, he's a good guy, but he likes to drink that gin, man. You know what gin does to you.
4: I've never had it. (laughs) But I've heard...
3: No, oh, I'm, yeah, man. You, you,
4: where I'm from, you, it's, you, it's you not made from on corn. <laughs> you don't drink anything that ain't made from corn where I'm from.
3: You just don't. <laughs> All right. All right, so hopefully they've got their pens and their paper and they're ready for some ways that they can uncross themselves. All right, one of the quickest ways that I know of is with a spiritual bath. All right. And we've touched on it before, but I'm going to tell you how to how to take a pretty good uncrossing spiritual bath. And the easiest one that you can take, the easiest one, and Lazarus is going to say I'm cheating by telling you this because this one is like stupid simple. You could purchase some uncrossing oil, and I get it from a reputable shop, one that's been doing business for a long time because we got a lot of fly-by-nighters and they're selling you these bottles of oil that look like fancy salad dressing they're so chock full of stuff I go somewhere that has a long <laughs> reputation right. Last, you've seen that, that hey, man, you seen those like bottles
4: hey man you could do food. some conjure with some salad dressing
3: well this is true go <laughs> so, go to a restaurant shop if you can't find one write myself or Dr. Corbo and we'll try to steer you right alright We may even have some lying around. But here is the the cheat, and I will admit to it. It is the cheat of an uncrossing bath. All right, you draw you a nice hot bath. All right, you pour in a few drops of that uncrossing oil. You stir it around. You pray the 23rd Psalm over it, and you submerge yourself in the bath. Soak for about 15 minutes. Stand up. cup your hands together, and working from your head down to your feet, just start cupping water over your head. Now, I say seven times, seven seven good double handfuls of water. The whole time you're praying that you be made clean. All right, when you're done, you let the water out of the tub. You air dry, don't towel dry, because you don't, you don't want to towel the goodness off. All right? You air dry. You know, it's it's a little chilly down here in Georgia right now, so put you a heater in the bathroom. Try not to shock the heck out of yourself. <laughs> all right? Now, before, before that tub drains all the way, save one cup of water. I'm going to tell you what to do with it in a minute. Now, once you've air dried, dress yourself in the lightest colored clothing you've got. All right? Preferably all white. Y'all know I don't like wearing all white, but... When when I'm doing a cleansing bath, I do. I wear all white. All right. If you can wrap your head in a white scarf, and then you know go to bed. In the morning, you take that cup that you save, and at first light, you pour it out at the nearest crossroad. You pour it out. You turn around. You walk away. Don't look back. All right. And I mean, it, it may not work the first time, depending on how crossed up you are. Now most of the time I prescribe a series of cleansing baths for people. Generally three, five or seven days. If you're really, really crossed up. I mean there there are prescriptions for people that have to do a spiritual bath for like a whole moon cycle. Now you're mm-hmm. really messed up if you have to do it that long. Alright, but three five three, five or seven days. All right? And you'll be okay. Now that was a cheat, I admit to that. I admit that That was a cheat
4: I got one that's More of a cheat than that (laughs) (laughs) What you got I can't remember Exactly Because my mind Isn't as good as it was But I think it was Elijah Or Elisha. But He had some guy I think it was a king Or something Made him go bathe Seven times in the river That's in the scripture And if you email me I'll look it up But I can't quite Remember right now and, you know, my ancestors did the same thing, seven full immersions in a river or a creek. And that, that uncross, that takes off all impurities. And they they did that every morning just for just normal uh, cleanliness. I mean, that's just what the native the people in the southeast did. And it's in the Bible. I mean, you see that with your seven baths.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
4: you ain't got to buy anything. Just find some water. And it's preferably... If you're facing the sun, that's the preferred time. So you got to get up at dawn and go out, and that's a good way to
3: cleanse and uncross. hmm Oh yeah, that's a that's a good the one. There's
4: the one don't cost you nothing.
3: Okay, I got one. That don't that don't cost you a thing. No, um, they're going to cost something now. <laughs> I know, cause you know we got to get some revenue, but um. Here's one, and and if you are you know you subscribe to my Facebook page, you know facebook.com/slash Papa or the show page working with the spirit, you know just just search you'll find us. You'll see I put up a simple cleanse that could work as an uncrossing, you know for for a mild to moderate condition, and that's just the next time you you've got a pretty good rainstorm going out there going on. Just walk outside you know let the let the water lash all over you you know as as you're getting rained on and i mean it's you know unless you've found some way to levitate upside down, it's gonna start at your head and wash down all right, and as that water's running down down your feet it's going it's running into the ground, it's taking everything off of you all right, just stand there, pray that you be cleansed, you know appeal to whom you believe in you know, appeal to the Creator, the saints, the Orisha, the Luach. Appeal to who you believe in to cleanse you. And now we're talking about conjure, so of course, you know, we're we're speaking in the context of the Holy Bible and Holy Scripture. You know, God the Creator. But appeal, ask, petition, pray. As we say every week, and as Lazarus uses to close out every show, <laughs> pray. All right, let that rain run off of you And then, you know, once you're good Good and soaked, good and proper Going in the house Same methodology as a spiritual bath Don't towel it off Air dry Dress yourself in white clothes So you don't catch the pneumonia Or the P pneumonia Sometimes you gotta pronounce the P. Sometimes you gotta pronounce the P, man It might be a, you know, a a Yankee listener But anyway (laughs) <laughs> you the on occasion, and um, there, I mean, it's simple. It was free, and you didn't even have to go find a river like Lazarus was trying to do to you.
4: A river is good for you now.
3: <laughs> well, I'm not trying to get our listeners washed away. I'm just trying to have them catch the pee pneumonia in order to get clean. Sometimes you, you sometimes you gotta you gotta suffer for uh, what you want. <laughs> I'm just kidding, y'all. <laughs> they call it
4: work for a reason.
3: You know, with, yeah, you know yeah. sometimes you've got to do some
2: stuff.
4: Yeah, well, you know, we told them about bats and stuff. What about uncrossing your house? Your home can be crossed. I can go up and throw me a jar of war water against the side of your house and cross that place all up. What do you do then?
3: You know what, you're right. And I was, was going to touch on that because a lot of people think of their cross condition as just being themselves. And you know, let's let's back up a little bit and talk about the one we forgot. If someone does intentionally throw conjure at you, bad juju, whatever whatever you want to call it, if someone does throw at you, all right, and you're all crossed up, do you honestly think it's just gonna manifest in your life? And especially yeah, if you, you know, if you got a family, you know, right. I mean, right. there there's some trickle down, some ricochet. Keep it's
4: the legs well, crossed
3: when you are. You know, I mean, it's it, it, it's going to hit everybody around you. You know, there was this one time, and it was actually not too long ago, Lather, you'll remember this one, because I called and griped to you about it. I did a house cleansing for this lady, and she was all crossed up. And generally, after I do a cleansing like that and a house cleansing, you know, I will do a quick uncrossing of myself or. A quick cleanse because I don't want to take that stuff with me. But this mm-hmm. was, you know, this lasted till late at night, and I was tired. And I said, well, "You know what? I'll take care of that when I get home." So I hopped <laughs> in my car, started driving for about thirty minutes. I got near near my place, and I said, "You know what? Let me stop at the gas station because I had to get up in the morning." Went into the gas, pumped my gas, pulled across from the pump to the front of the station. Went in, you know, bought me a soda or whatever. Came out. And I'm backing out of the parking space. I cut my wheel to the right, and my right tire falls off. <laughs> it, I mean, the whole the right front side of the car hits the ground. I'm like, what in the world?
4: <laughs>
3: you know, <laughs> it ricocheted.
4: Collateral Somebody day. Somebody wasn't present on Nut day. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: doggone. Uh, it it was imported from Detroit. Oh Lord! But well. yeah. So you know, I mean, that was an instance I didn't get sick. You know, but my car took the hit, and I and I and I've come to think of my car as like the the barometer of you know my my conjure health. Because whenever well, I'm crossed, that that car breaks down.
4: Ain't nothing worse than car trouble. It's car trouble. And then internet and cable trouble. Those are like the two most annoying things in the world. I'd rather catch the flu.
3: Well, I don't know. At least a, I could a, drive a, somewhere a with A flu. In there somewhere. And as a matter of fact, you would think I would have learned from that. You would think I'd have learned well, from that because <laughs> I was I was talking to a good friend of mine. She's up in Chicago. One of the best readers I know, Mamoru. And I was on the phone with her, and I think same scenario. I just come from something where I should have did a cleanse and I didn't, and I'm making a left turn, and this time the damn left tire fell off. <laughs> so you know, right now my car's got a new front end on it.
4: I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. You just are laughing internally.
3: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's all on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, we make light of it, but it's, it's serious. It's serious. You know, so <laughs> you got you got to yeah, take this stuff Yeah, but that goes back serious. to the
4: last lesson. Turn it into something good. I just turned it into a joke. I might not laugh
3: so much as it happened to me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to laugh
4: for you. Maybe i laugh enough for the both of us.
3: There we go. I mean, hey, man, you know, at the time, at the time, I, I was doggone hotter than a scalded dog. But right now, <laughs> that's a Lewism. That's a Lewism. There we go. Um, but it was, you know, it was. It it taught me to pay attention to stuff like that, you know, to take my spiritual cleansing seriously, because I mean it can have repercussions outside of myself. Because a lot of times, when someone's throwing at you, it's gonna hit your money. It's going to hit your relationship. You know, you got somebody shooting daggers at you. Next thing you know, you and your significant other are fighting like cats and dogs, and you have no idea why. You know, I mean, it, it's going to hit, you know, it. These, these conditions don't just lead to someone getting sick and dying. A lot of times if someone really hates you, they just want you to be miserable. So they're going to try to take away your job, you know, stuff around you is gonna break down so you gotta pay for it and there goes your savings account. Then you're gonna start fighting with your significant other and your boss so you can't find no peace nowhere. That's when you all crossed up. And uh we kinda got off track but you know the the purpose of all this was telling you to cleanse your environment. You know, you got you got to really, really do yourself and your environment. Lazarus you got a got a pretty good house cleaning um Repertoire or yeah, regimen for
4: vacuum. In all seriousness, <laughs> mopping and vacuum. Look at the scripture. It always talks. The scripture, folklore and everything, all the evil spirits go where the trash is, where the dirt and grime and impurity is. Well, if your house is filthy as hell, I, I knew of a lady, and she wanted some work done to get her man back. Well, I don't know how he stayed as long as he did, because that place had cockroaches the size of Rottweilers. Just everywhere. <laughs> Just I, animal feces. I don't know how the lady was alive. I, you can get a lot of diseases off that. She probably had worms. Clean the filth up. That's that's You know, you got to talk about cleansing, but, you know, there's normal cleansing, too. The filth of draw mm-hmm. the bad shit. You know, mix some stuff in your mop water. A little Van Van oil in your mop water. Go dig up a poke root. Take that up, boil that down, put it in your mop water. Something. You can hang hang that up over your door. Put a little devil's shoestring out there by your doorstep. Something. Mm -hmm. Keep the bag coming in, but also pay attention to the normal stuff. It's just like you coming for money work, but you ain't got no job or way to get money without somebody dying and leaving it to you. I ain't going to give you an inheritance. You know, you got to make the normal stuff, too. But poker is real, real good, especially if somebody's throwing at you. You can just carry it with you. You can boil it and sprinkle everywhere with it in your house. You can sprinkle you with it. And poker, it grows everywhere. I mean, I never was too keen on on eating the leaves and stuff like Mama was. I'm good for uncrossing.
3: Don't laugh. That stuff smells horrible. Man, you want to, I know, I know. It smells like taint. Um,
4: it's awful. It stuck up the house for eight hours. I either had to go to bed when I saw her bringing it in, or I had to leave. It's just awesome
3: I know. It boggles the mind. Boggles the mind. Yeah, it
4: amazes the senses. I'm surprised the buzzers don't circle when folks start cooking it.
3: Yeah, good old poke root.
4: Poke root. And this, you, you better get it now, too, because it's going to be drying up and dying. And if you get a lot of crossings, figure out where your poke is growing. If you've you got a bad memory, ride on a little piece of wood, poke and stick it right in the ground right by there because those roots will be there that winter. You'll know where to go dig it up if you need to. Get the root up. You can dry it out. Just lay it out on the, the dashboard of your car in the summer. Dry it out quick. Keep it with you.
3: Now, Lazarus, what about this? Now, a lot of times, if someone's sending, you know, sending something your way to cross you up, a lot of times people will engage a spirit to cross somebody up. Now, we're not going to get into how to cross somebody. I don't know. Maybe we got a little bit of time at the end of the show. But, you know, you touched on, you know, this stuff likes a dirty house. Now, Mm. a lot of times, a spirit will be engaged to cross somebody up. So, an easy way, an easy way to disengage a spirit from your house is to kind of confound them. So after you've done your cleaning, rearrange your furniture. Yeah. Now I don't, I don't know why it works, and I've, I've seen all these intellectual debates on Facebook about this that, and the other, and I'll be the first one to tell you I have no idea why this works, but it does. Move your furniture around, and you'd be surprised that those spirits leave, and you start feeling a little bit better. Especially if that's what's crossing you up. You know, it doesn't Mm -hmm. hurt. You better try. Rearrange your furniture. Go into your bedroom. Flip your mattress. You know, switch stuff in your house around.
4: Wear your socks inside out and your underwear. That's an old thing that people did for a long time. Turn it inside out. For some reason, that messes with
3: You know yeah, that is that is an old one. That's an, That's old, an
4: old one. Old, old You know, there's a lot of little things to do. If you know who it is, you if you know who it is, you probably got a good idea what spirit they're calling. Well figure out who that spirit answered to. Or who that spirit wars with. Fight, fight fire with fire. But all hey, else fire fails, with fire. Yeah, you know, all else fails. The scripture tells us, Oh Lord, even the evil spirits are subject to us in your name. If you've got Jesus, you ain't got worried about the rest of it. Jesus will take it all
3: out. You know, I was talking to um, I was talking to someone who, you know, didn't believe in doing the negative work, and I respect that totally. This is a totally awesome person, but every so often is justified. Every so often, you know, because you know, I was going to touch on this a little bit later on when we go into reversals and. And whatnot, but don't be afraid to do like Lazarus said and fight fire with fire, because you know you're busy trying to get yourself clean, and as you're doing that, they're steadily throwing at you, and they're steadily mm-hmm. throwing at you, steadily throwing at you. And I mean, it's just like you're trying to dig a hole, and you got two people standing behind you filling it back up. You'll never, yeah. you know,
4: you'll you'll, you'll, never, you'll never get, get nowhere. You, it's a battle of will. You just got to see who's best standing, because usually if someone's throwing at you, it ain't going to be just once. You got to keep up with it.
3: That's it. Now, I think um, this is a good time to take a break. We're going to get into, you know, different methods. We're going to, you know, keep talking about how to uncross yourself. You know, we're going to take some calls. You know, I know you all have plenty of questions out there, so feel free to hit one, ask your question, or if you just want to come on here and say hi and hear him say Hogwaller Waller again, you know, hit, the, hit the button and come on in. There you go. And that one didn't even cost you 99 cents.
4: We're going to put me all on right. a bumper
3: sticker that says Hogwaller. i <laughs> want not <Waller. laughs> Man, go for it. But, all right, now, a lot of people ask, well, how can I get crossed? And I'm going to play a song that will tell you a sure method of getting yourself crossed up. Here's Coco Taylor.
4: I heard Grandmama, whenever she is mad at somebody, she said, "Don't make me pray for you. You can cross somebody up just by praying. There's plenty of prayers in the Bible for it. You yeah, gotta be careful If people are praying over you. Don't let just anybody pray over you.
3: Especially if you don't run into a voodoo woman.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you don't run
3: into a voodoo woman. You know, there was um this movie called Harlem Nights. So um had the had the legends of comedy in it. Richard Pryor, Red Fox, Eddie Murphy, I mean just the you know, legends of comedy in there. And I remember Red Fox was talking about um he was he was telling I believe one of the other guys, well don't mess with no woman from New Orleans. He said, Don't mess with no creole woman 'cause they know that stuff. He said, they'll well, bury your drawers in the yard, you can't leave the house
4: you got a higher likelihood, definitely. You know, we we'll about that in the video. If if you happen to be white, chances are, unless you have offended a Hispanic person or an African American, chances are you ain't nobody doing anything to you, especially if you're from the North. That's, you know, they got it easy, you know, because you ain't going to have too much trouble. But like no, that, you no, know, that's like true. you said, you got, you got to worry about your your potentials. Where are you before you start blaming somebody crossing you up?
3: I'm glad I'm glad you said that because we get that a lot. People um, from from other cultures saying, "Oh, I think I've been think I've been crossed." Not even not even necessarily a culture, but a location. I think I've been crossed. I think somebody's throwing roots at me. And I'm looking at um, Sally Mason. Ain't nobody's road
4: roots in that area for 50 miles in a circumference <laughs> yeah, around man. where they think Ain't nobody done
3: <laughs> Like, I, I believe you just having to run a bad luck. How about that? I believe you just having to run a bad look. But we got something for that. But, yeah, you better be careful who you deal with. Because you mess around and run into a voodoo woman or ladies running around and Mess up and run into a um, crazy conjure man. Next thing you know, they have an all kinds all crazy. of problems, To some extent. On some levels.
4: Some more than others.
3: You know, kind of like uh, this guy right here. Why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you run into that fella, you might end up crossed up. All right. but mm-hmm. well, look, that's enough. Enough of our, our shenanigans, I guess. All right, we're gonna. Um, I want to announce something, kind of spark the questions, because we got callers in the queue, and I guess they're just soaking it all in, laughing at our foolishness. So, if anybody got a question, if anybody has a question, hit one. All right, and ask it. And the first person to ask a question is gonna get a going get something from Papa Lou here. I'm trying to decide what exactly I want to give away, but I'll give something away. So somebody come on, ask a question. question. Might be we might know all right, so somebody wants to step out of you know step out of line and ask us a question, want to come say hi, you know, and uh, I'll mail you something nice, all right, how about that so anyway, while they decide while they fight over um who gets to come on first, we're gonna go ahead and continue with the um with the uncrossing regimen now, you know we talked about just general cleanliness of your house. All right, now you can do that. We encourage you to do that. Please don't have a filthy house because you're inviting all kinds of negativity. All right, now Rot-wilded you've got your house rot, <laughs> rot,
4: <laughs> rot-, rot-, <laughs> rot- <laughs> <laughs> or you like know, pigs. used to freak me
3: out, or or those hmm. those big crickets, those big fat crickets with the skinny legs.
4: Oh lord!
3: You know, not 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 the fishing crickets. You know, what I'm about southern, them Not the bugs.
4: Crickets. <laughs> that are really oh. just palmetto bugs, just a fancy name for a flying cockroach that's really big.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. uh-uh. Nothing Lord. Of that. So, you know, you got you got you got all all your all your crickets and roaches and stuff out of your house. Now, what can you do to uncross yourself? I mean, you can make you can buy a Chinese wash, you know, which is good for you know if you've got wood floors or a lot of linoleum or whatever. Put some of it in a spray bottle if you've got carpet. And it just kind of spritz everywhere. Starting, of course, from the back to the front. Now, I had an interesting question, Lazarus, the other day when I was describing, you know, how to do a house cleaning. Somebody asked me, well, they said, well, Papa Lou, you know, no one ever comes in the front door because the way my house is situated, people generally come. We use the back door a lot. Now, that would kind of throw me for a loop. I, I've it never been asked me. that one. Well,
4: definitely, if you're going to be dressing your doorstep to keep things coming in from people, go through the door that they're coming in at. But your house is designed with a front door for a reason, and that's the, that's the door that's going to be recognized by spirits. That's the front door. Focus right. on that. If you if you got multiple doors and you ain't sure which one's which, find the one that's closest face to the east. You know, you go to the east to bring things, and the west to take them away.
3: To take them away. You're right. You're right. And that's why I tell people don't get too hung up on the front and the backyard. You want to pay more attention to the the way your house is oriented. Yeah. Now pay more attention to the way your your house house is oriented.
4: oriented With the front door to the east. Most old houses. That's how they were.
3: But nowadays. You know, we're just kind of throwing them up every which way. So you, so you can't really look at that the way you used to be able to. So now you've got people that are trying to bury stuff in their backyard to get rid of, and they're really burying it in the east, and they're bringing it on worse.
4: Yeah, I don't even, you know, folks, I don't like to bury things in my yard to get rid of things. The only thing you're going to see buried in my yard is to bring something or to protect my house. Like I bury it to four corners or something. I, I like stuff away from me, cause I don't. What if I forgot two years ago I buried some doll or something, and now I'm growing my vegetable patch over it, and I just happen to be eating some turnips that's growing in graveyard dirt. It don't sound too tasty, does? It? But that's just a personal preference.
3: <laughs> personal preference is to not eat vegetables grown in graveyard dirt. Got you.
4: Yeah. Don't do that.
3: I might be careful have a little twang. carry in your
4: yard. Things were different then when a lot of this was put together because you had to be careful what you got saw and got caught doing. You had houses where you could lean out one window and pee in the other of your neighbors,
3: but your <laughs> backyard usually was fenced. They're that, still making them like that. They're well, still yeah, making that's them like just, that.
4: You know, some of these things you got to bring into a more modern era to be able to see, well, was this this way because it had to be or was there some common sense reason? You know, like a lot of the things about folks saying, well, i got to take every bit of my mind crossing back to the crossroads. Well, I'd come back from when folks washed in a tub. They didn't have a, a tub in the house. They had a wash tub. I still got some right. in the backyard, you know, <laughs> wash tubs <laughs> that they turned into flower pots.
3: You know, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I remember those old tubs. You know, the house I grew in, grew up in, the um, tub had feet on it.
4: Man, me Freaked too. Me throughout out. my whole childhood, and all of us, we turned them into hog troughs and things. And now we we never realized some some rich folks from California and up north would pay us good money for them old porcelain bathtubs. <laughs> <laughs> we were turning them into little furniture If you were a Catholic You planted it in the yard With like Jesus inside But us,
3: you know We, we turned them into hog troughs
4: And well, now they're the, worth all that money
3: <laughs> You know, and all you can say is, Well, I'll be damned
4: mm, Or know. not well, let sh- Shot myself in the foot on that one
3: Yeah, don't you hate When you, when you shoot the pooch too early
4: I know, you know when, Well, look at the washboards yeah, we we clean clothes with them now. People turn them into home decor. You can see fancy ones with flowers down at Pier One.
3: And Boy, you know what? Nice and those guys. things, those damn things cost you ninety nine to one hundred and twenty five dollars. I know,
4: Lord, I knew how to make. Them. <laughs> I could still do laundry on one if I wanted.
3: Welcome to the South.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All right,
3: back to uncrossing. Because we always end up going astray a little bit. See, that's why we need a moron here. Because, you know, when doggone. you and I get to talking, yeah, we're all over the place. We're all over the place. You know, we, we need a doggone woman on here. But anyway, back.
4: i got you one. Brian Cross. Okay. The best thing in the world, we all know that prevention is better than a cure. So how do you prevent from being crossed?
2: Well, obviously, a you know.
4: Flies go to shit Dirt Every seems time. to clump together And dust turns into dust bunnies If you ain't got nothing wicked or evil in you or on you That stuff's going to fall right off And they ain't gonna clump on you Pray hey, Have a good heart Don't be an evil person Be a good person Make sure to confess all your sins to the Lord And keep yourself pure and have the Lord in your heart, and ain't nobody going to be able to cross you up. Now, people think, 'Cause because, you know, you, you've had these folks, and so have uh, I. I've never done anything to nobody. shit, You have to. Don't lie. Now, you done crossed yourself by lying because you done told the Lord. Well, don't pay attention to what I say. Don't take it as the truth. Take it as a lie. So when you turn around Lord, and ask for something, well, he's lying about it, so don't worry.
3: I'm gonna say something my granddad used to say and that's that's don't 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 insult the horse by calling that lie horse Because horse shit at there least is. has substance to it. At least has substance to it. When someone says they ain't never done something that's done nothing to nobody, that right there is hamster turd. Hamsters. You know Got that hamster. <laughs> because everybody's done wow. something to to somebody, all right? Now, here here's one for all the sinners out there, much like myself. You know, I mean, I'm not perfect. You know, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So what's, what's one of the easiest ways to keep yourself from getting crossed? Well, would reversal work? You know, and, and keep, your, keep your keep protection. That.
2: Hmm.
4: That's a whole other wormhole. I knew a fellow that would not do reversal work because he viewed it as black magic. Say why should I reverse it? Alright.
3: Hey, all that's right.
4: personal opinion.
3: Ladies, we're going to um pause because we have a question right now from the gallery. Oh, and it looks like they fell off just that quick. Hmm. Alright, nine one two, you had your hand up, call back. But anyway, we're gonna keep on going until they call back. All right. Now Reversal work. One of the, one of the easiest ways to reflect somebody's stuff back at them. Well with a mirror. With the mirror, you send. You know, you can send just about anything back with the mirror. Now, why do reversal work? It's one of the one of your simplest lines of defense. You got some people hating on you. You got some people, you know, uh, sending out daggers of jealousy, and envy, well, do reversals. One of the easiest ways um, that I've heard of, and once again, this did not come, um, this wasn't a family thing. This actually came from a friend of mine that I just mentioned, Mama Rue, and you know, she's told me about it, and I said, hey, that's pretty good. And I actually started using it myself. And, folks, there's nothing wrong with learning from somebody else. Nobody knows everything. You know, just, just give people credit where credit was due. Mom, Ruth, thank you for this one, but take your four mirrors and just put them at the four corners of your house. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, I will go a step further, and I'll say you take each mirror, anoint it with holy holy water, you know, cleanse it real good, pray over it and sit at the four corners. All right? And that's, that's an easy way, you know, to, to just start reflecting some of that negativity back at you. And it keeps you from getting crossed up. All right? Um, before we go any further, we got this caller back on the line. All right, 912 area code. Your mic is hot. How can we help you?
5: Hi, Papa. Hello.
3: Hey, how's it going, my friend? How are you?
5: It's going good. How is it going with you?
3: Hey, we are all right. We are all right. Thank you for calling. Um, how can we help you?
5: Well, how you doing, Dr.? Dr. Uh... And I'm doing good, real busy, but good, okay now, everybody talks about uh, conjure want you know to help people with conjure, but then there's nobody really want to really help teach you. you know you have people talk about well, you know there's a lot of people in my area, especially that um that don't know, but there's really no one here to really teach you. Yeah, and the things that I learn, I learn from the internet and also from you, Papa Lou, Lou, Lou and from you, Doctor Landers.
3: Uh, well, okay, so. you know,
4: you can't. Uh, this work is a vocation, and before you had trade schools, you had what was called apprenticeships to learn anything: welding, blacksmithing because this was someone's livelihood. If you threw it out there for everybody, well, somebody's going to go hungry that's doing it. So you can't really blame folks for being a little tight-fisted with what they worked pretty hard to get, because a lot of right. folks had to work very hard to learn what they got. I mean, I had to do a lot of things to learn what I did. It sure wasn't given to me easy. So. Right. You're going to have, have to take that into consideration. And the second thing is if you find somebody that's willing to teach you something, if they tell you, go out there and pick up all the sticks in my yard, there's a double lesson to it.
5: Yeah. You know,
4: things like that are common. And just show your humility, and eventually someone's going to take you in.
5: Well, that's like the karate kid. You know, when he said wax on, wax off, you know, he kind of got an attitude, but he was actually learning also.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. Exactly. You know, I realized huh? the principle was the, the same, but what I'm getting at, as far as my area here in Georgia, there's not really. If there if there are people that know, it's hush hush. You know, it's like shh, we're not going to tell anybody this. And if you ask someone about someone, Then you know, nobody wants to say well. Uh, Yeah, there's somebody up the street here that knows, or this or that. It's always quiet, you know. Don't want anybody to know. Here's
4: here's how to to go about that. We talk about a vocation. A vocation Mm -hmm. is not the same thing as a job. A vocation is what God puts you here to do, which you are intended to do with your life, which will be personally designed to help with your salvation. If this isn't your vocation, maybe God doesn't want this for you. But the way to find out is, if this is what you want to learn, ask God to put somebody in your way to show you these things. And just wait. Wait on God. Pray and wait. And if you're intended to learn these things, God will put someone in your way to do it.
5: Okay. All right. You You know what, Tom? Let me...
3: Let me let me inject something um, right here, and, and y'all have to excuse me if got quiet there. Um, everyone that's got their hand up, Blog Talk is acting up right now. I'm just now getting some messages that people are actually asking questions, and we just aren't able to see that they've got their hand up right now. So um, if you would, go to our Facebook page, if you're able, and post your question there, or send us a message through our page um, that you want to come on, and we will, I'll flip over, I'll check that, and I'll let you on, all right? So I want to say something to our caller. You know, a lot of people are hush-hush, you know, about teaching, because, I mean, you know that there are workers out there. You know, I'm in Georgia myself. Right. So we know, that there are, we know that there are workers out, but a lot of times when it comes to actually teaching others, you know, for us to be doing this work, obviously we believe in it or else, you know, it'd be a waste of our time to do it. Right, right. And, you know, we, you know, Lazarus and I, we decided when we were going to do this show. We were going to keep it lighthearted because there are some shows that are so technical and there are other shows that are just, you know, they they try to keep the Hollywood spookyism into the conjure. So we said we would keep it lighthearted and keep it kind of fun. But that doesn't mean that we don't take this seriously. And in taking it seriously, we understand that there's some stuff in this work that could hurt people. Being crossed up can hurt you. Just oh, yeah. hot footing somebody can hurt them, especially if you hot foot them away from a good job and a stable home. So, with that being said, if we're gonna, you know, give somebody that type of, you know, ability or that type of knowledge, you know, we want to make sure that we're not putting it in the wrong hands because you can't hurt somebody out here with this stuff. You know, like I was talking to uh, someone earlier about negative work, and um, she had read a book that had a lot of negative work in it. And, you know, thankfully a lot of those books have red herrings thrown in. But, I mean, but you understand that in the wrong hands, you know, this stuff can be dangerous. So you really want to make sure that the person that is seeking the help or seeking the knowledge or seeking to be taken on as an apprentice is really worthy of it. So you don't broadcast that type of stuff because if they really want it, they'll come
5: find you. Well, Papa Lou, I mean, there's a lot of books out there. It's like I bought a book a while back called The Amazing Egg that I saw a certain worker had and which from my understanding that the book's going to be a really good book, but people that can read, you know, you could pick up stuff, pick up a book, and you could learn things from reading. Not saying it's right, but reading. You know, it's just like, now nah, I've been told to do a lot of cleansing, which I'm cleansing every day now. Hell, you know, every day. Okay. And as far as me doing any work, I said, no, I'm not going to do any work right now. I'm just going to cleanse, you know, just cleanse, cleanse, cleanse. I want to get me in, me in order for things, for blessings to come my way. You know, and which you know who I am, you know you know me and I know you, so I mean what I'm getting what I'm getting at I'm trying to get me in a better condition because I do wanna learn. But right now I wanna work on me as getting me and my spirituality in a shape that you know, things will come blessings will come my way.
3: Mhm. Well you know what, that's that's the best way. Because we talked about this last show, I believe. Last we might have talked about it on Cussing Monday. I don't know, but it, you know, if you're going to build a house, you got to have a strong foundation.
5: That's right. That's where you right. start at the foundation. So
3: so that's that's, so that's what you're doing. All right. Keep up your cleansing, and once you get yourself in order, I'm pretty sure you'll find somebody to teach you. Either I'll teach you a couple of tricks, maybe even Lazarus. You know, but right. you know, you you got you got to show that you know, you're worthy of holding it before we hand it to yeah. you, all right? Right, right.
2: That's understandable.
3: All right, well, okay. you know what? I got a couple of calls. Yeah, I, I thank you okay. for calling. And, um, hey, I'll get with you in a little bit, all right?
5: Okay, thank you.
3: All right, thanks for calling. Mm-hmm. <coughs> all right. All right, well, you know what? Now now it seems like we've got blog talk kind of straightened out. Are you ready to take another call? Go for it.
1: Hey y'all!
3: All right, three one two area code. You're hot. Hey
1: there. How you guys hey doing? Hey
3: there. We are great. Papa How are you? Oh,
1: I'm doing good, thank you, Papa Lou and uh, Doctor Corbo. I just wanted to make a comment. Um, first of all, I love the show. Thank
2: I Love you. the
1: show. And thank yeah, you the podcast so thing. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to make a comment about um, being crossed. I think mm-hmm. being crossed up was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I'll tell you why.
3: I was going to say, do <laughs> Had
1: I not gone <laughs> through that, um, I wouldn't know what was involved. I wouldn't know how to take it off, you know, and help myself later. Mm-hmm. Um At the time that I was being crossed up, I didn't have my protections up. I wasn't even working with my ancestral spirits. I had put all all that stuff on hold because I was very, very preoccupied and stretched thin with my Mm -hmm. schedule, my family, my day-to-day. I was just, you know, overwrought. And so I put my spiritual stuff on the back burner, and I had myself totally exposed. And uh, easy target, you know? Right, Um, right.
4: You know, that's very common um, Yeah, yeah you just
1: preoccupied
4: Yeah, well, being You know, a lot of folks If you look in, in any type of this work
1: mm-hmm. Most
4: folks that got into it Got into it because They got problems from it mm-hmm. People started working with spirits yeah. Got in with the spirits because the spirits made them sick it, It's just yeah. a trial You go through And mm-hmm. they, it, it's basically You're being forced into doing it you know, I never understood, mm-hmm. really, folks wanting to do this work because mm-hmm. it really complicates life. It, it does. I'm going to tell you, man. Really, yeah, that, you know, so sometimes it's not so much your, your cross, per se, but you're being led into something through the mm-hmm. fire.
3: Yes, that's it. That's oh, well. it. That's your spiritual initiation.
1: Right. You're right. And by the time <laughs> it, I put it together, by the time I put two and two together and figured out what was going on, I was so overwhelmed by the situation I couldn't help myself. By the time it was known to me, you know, somebody in my family came and told me, hey, so-and-so walked past the house and threw something in the yard. But at that point, I was so far gone that I couldn't even help myself. I was just it was like something had just come over me, and even to think about trying to clean the mess up, I would just Boy. be like pushed away from it, pushed away from it. Just mm-hmm. kind of like this force just pushed me away. I felt like I had no energy. Every time I even thought about trying to burn a candle,
4: clean. Right, let me ask do you a question. Uh huh.
1: Did,
4: did you whoop his ass for doing it?
1: <laughs> no, well, I, you I wasn't in place to do
4: it. I was well, not in place him later. to do it. Well, should have got him later.
1: I you go? <laughs> Well, you know what? I didn't do none of that because by the time I had the strength to really get on top of the situation and remove the situation, once I was 100% clear from it and was able to look at it objectively, I didn't even feel like doing anything. I was so grateful for the damn experience because I felt like that was a, a teachable moment for me. Now, well, that's the like, way to look at it. <laughs> if I go back and do it, well, you know, we, we, we have our peace, all right? I don't mess with them. They don't mess with me. And life has been good. Now, this was, what, seven years ago. I haven't had no problems. Seven years. Yeah. Well, in peace. I mean, come on, these remember.
4: are neighbors. <laughs> What's good you for know? the goose is good for a gander. And people yeah, well, only you know do what, what I, you let them.
1: Let me tell you something. It would have been a war because guess what? I deserved it. Okay, I did something really fucked up and really hurtful.
4: Oh, see, you didn't tell me that part. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I they always have. leave
1: something <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, okay, well, yeah. You know, but I deserved that hit, and, you know, they got me good. And what that helped me understand is if I or someone else were to ever do that to someone else, you know, justifiably, of course, it can help me understand the process. I remember exactly how I felt when it first came on. I just felt like, ooh, you know, lethargic and dizzy, and my head was acting weird and all of that stuff. So when it came to be my turn to actually deal with one of my enemies, Mm
2: -hmm. that was the
1: first thing they complained of, and that's how I got the confirmation that I knew, okay, my hit actually hit my target, you know. So having gone under that, Whole thing about being thrown at and crossed up, it made me a better worker of you know that hand, so to speak. So yeah, I'm a proud two-handed worker. Yes, I am.
3: And that and that and that'll happen. That'll happen because you know a lot of times you um you actually need to have your attention gotten. See, these spirits will, mm-hmm. will be they'll, they'll be around you your whole life or. Most, mostly, it'll be an ancestor saying, Hey, wake the hell up. You're supposed to be doing this work because we did. Well,
1: I was ignoring them, I was ignoring them, you know. I was ignoring them, so they felt like they (laughs)
3: let something through to get your attention.
1: Thank you. That's it, they let something through to
3: get their
1: attention. Yeah, and I learned from it. You know, I, I got stronger and wiser, and um. Yeah, I'm not saying I, I recommend everybody, oh, yeah, you know, just take your protection down, ignore your spirits, so you can have right <laughs> here. You know, I wouldn't even put that out there. I'm just saying. You know, there's a couple okay. of lessons there. Number one, taught me not to ignore my spirits anymore, keep my protections up, and know how to clear something off of me So the next time somebody walks past my house and someone says, hey, you know, I saw them throw something across the, the fence, you know, It won't even get to the point where it can take hold because now I know how to be on guard and I know how to protect myself and my home and my family. And, you know, like I said, life has been good. So thanks for having me on. I appreciate that. Thank you for
3: calling. God bless you.
1: Yeah, and I want to win the prizes. (laughs) You know
3: what? You know, I I might have something for you. I might have something for you. (laughs) Message. Send a message to um, the page with some contact information, and we'll get to you.
1: Thank you. All right, you guys. No problem. Good good night. Bye-bye.
3: Take care. All right, we have some good calls here, Doc. Um, We actually got a question coming in from the Facebook page. All right, and the question is, and uh, I don't say... People's names—they might want to remain anonymous—but the question is, can animals alert you to a cross condition, like crows circling you or a raven looking at your front door? Yeah. My answer to that is yes, and I mean emphatically, hell yeah! uh, Animals are like the best—they're like little spiritual alarm systems because you know they Mm -hmm. can sense things that we've been trained to ignore. Mm
4: -hmm. You know, so if if you've got a. Always tell me things. That's in particular. I always pay attention to crows, because they tell me things. Other folks, it's other stuff. But I mean, look you at know, the um, the frizzle rooster. Folks get them to dig things up.
3: That's it. the The frizzly the frizzly rooster. Yeah, it, it was used because a lot of times people would bury that trick in your yard. So people mm-hmm. would keep a frizzly rooster, and it would scratch up the trick. So yeah, animals are great great for um alerting you when something is afoot especially cats now now dogs dogs also um but dogs tend to ignore a lot of stuff i don't know why
4: depends on the dog
3: you know it does depend on the dog Cause i got but a cats friend who's got him
4: a dog that it tells him when spirits are there whenever that dog's ears perk and he starts looking in the corner within 10 minutes stuff starts falling off the shelves you
3: know with me it seems to be you know, it's just about any any cat, and cats are a little little odd anyway. Even though I like them, you know, cats you can sit a cat in a room and you can literally look watch the cat following something. You know, his ears will prick up and he's just watching them, and that's just about all cats. Now, you know, you got some dogs like some people. Some dogs just dumb as hell. Mm hmm. You know, like like a lot of people. Man, all I right? got a
4: retarded cat too now. <laughs> Don't be hating on just the double. <laughs>
3: But um, I'd like to take a, a, a quote from that movie Constantine, where he said, "Well, well, mo- well cats are half in and half out anyway." And, you know, to me, that that that's kind of the truth. You know, cats cats always, you know, even you know, if you look at a lot of ancient Egyptian sculpture, cats have always been associated with the spiritual realm, and you and know, opium. with me it, and, <laughs> and, and and opium. opium. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, and beer. <laughs> bass. Isn't it bass to the cat god?
1: Yeah, that
4: cat, yeah, real
3: real associated with opium. All right, you learn something new every day. All right, we got another call, Doc. And All this right. is from area code 404. Your line is hot. Hello, 404 area Hello. code.
6: Hello. Can you hear me?
3: We can hear you. Hi.
6: Hi, it's Damaris. How are you?
3: Hey, Damaris. What's going on? We are great. How are you?
6: Good. The show's good tonight. Not like it's Glad not you good the other night, but it's a good night.
3: I've been on hold for a
6: while, so I, I... Huh?
3: You're about to hurt our feelings saying it's good tonight, like the rest of them. No,
6: bad. no, no, but I, 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 I fixed it real quick. Thank you. I fixed it up. All right, um, And I still want a prize because I've been on hold for a long
3: time, so I was you know, probably the you know first of the call. Blog talk has been acting up, and you know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do. Hmm. And Lazarus is going to think I'm crazy. Just saying but, something
4: to everybody. To hell with it. <laughs> you know what? I was
3: just about to say that right now I'm looking at 10 callers on the line. So, I'm gonna write down these phone numbers. So you, ten callers, if you send a message to the Working with the Spirit Facebook group, verify your phone number, and I will send you out a prize. We'll we'll contact you. We'll we'll send it out to you. All right. So go to Facebook.com, like us, like our page if you haven't already, and send a private message. All right, and I will send something out
4: to you. Is Facebook dot com forward slash working with the spirit?
3: Okay, there we go. Address. And don't and don't try and uh, have your friends write in and get them a prize too. I'm only giving away ten. Cause and we'll I write down the phone number as we speak. We'll know.
2: And we'll give you a prize you wish you wouldn't have
3: got if you try to screw <laughs> with
4: us.
2: <laughs>
3: Look, and I I bet you someone's out there calling right now, like, quick, quick, call in. They're giving away free stuff. (laughs) But yeah, you know, um, Damaris is a worker and reader here in Atlanta. We'll go ahead and call her out yet again. She's absolutely (laughs) awesome. I know this for a fact, you know, she is the real deal. So. Mayor, thank you for calling and what can you add as far as uncrossing because I know you have some uncrossing techniques in your repertoire. Thank you.
6: Now you know and what I've got I three wasn't, minutes. Okay, so first <laughs> look I'll go straight into it then. First, um, what usually works um is rearranging the home or even taking a route. I always tell people like if you take the same street to work or whatever to reverse that, find a different route. And so you would do that for a while. So let's say you did, if they if someone did your bath or something like that, um, then to uh, change their route to work, you know, how they do things, just sort of switch everything up.
3: That's a good one.
6: And that's, that's one of the things one. that, what we heard? Oh, I said that's a good one.
3: That's a good
6: yeah, one. Yeah, taking a different yeah. route. Keep them from following you home is easy. Yep, yep. And switching things up, a lot of times, even when people become very depressed, there's usually a chair or a couch that they sit in, uh, and usually a scene right when you walk in the house, like it's the first one that you see. And so that you should, of course, clear it, but then turn it backwards. You'd have to turn it backwards or cover it for a while, because a lot of times you'll be drawn to that same chair. So you could sit in that chair, but that chair has energy in it from when you were depressed and the thoughts that you had and you couldn't get up and that kind of thing and so to turn the chair around, but like your favorite chair, the chair the chair that you always sit in.
3: Damn.
4: That's a good one.
3: I'm impressed. Good, Thank you. Good, Thank good. you, Tamaris. <laughs>
6: but, you know, this is the reason why I was on the phone. So, you know, I don't know what you guys, but, okay, so when you say take a spiritual bath or whatever, um, or I know, and I shouldn't do this, but, um, I don't really call anybody out, but sometimes I might send someone a spiritual bath or they'll text me and they say, oh, I got the bath. I'm going to take it tonight, blah, blah, blah. And then like in an hour, I see him on Facebook. <laughs> what you doing on Facebook? And you? Just, <laughs> I don't know if is not cussing Mondays, but what you doing on Facebook and you just got out your spiritual bath?
4: If they're giving you good advertisement, let them get on Facebook right after. <laughs>
3: All right. You guys are awesome. And, um, you know what, we may continue this a little bit later on. Let me and Lazarus um, confer because we still got some time left, but we got a minute left on this broadcast. We may reconvene mm-hmm. this a little bit later on. All right, but Damaris, that was awesome. Thank you for those tips. Lazarus, well, we are down you. to 50 seconds. No problem. You got anything to close out with the folks?
4: Pray. And you forgot to do the Jerry Springer talk. We're going to have to do that next time.
3: Hey, I'll give it to him quick. People, um, Papa's final words, there's nobody so messed up that you can't be helped. All right? Keep your head up, square your shoulders, and handle business. You're always the most tired before you cross the finish line. All right? So if you are tired and stressed and, and downtrodden and depressed, then know that you are almost there. Persevere, keep going, and you'll make it. All right, that's it. Thank you all for uh, listening, and we'll see you next time.